Welcome guys, this is Wisdom's Echo and this is Stephen McKee and today I want to speak about favour. This is a new year, um, the year 2022 and I don't often get words for the year but myself and my wife have actually really felt, and it's not necessarily for this year but it's this season, the next phase is we believe God's going to pour out favour upon the ones who are following hard after God, the ones who are seeking God and and willing to yield everything, that the God is about to release great, great favour. And part of that is that Ian Clayton gave a word in saying about the 22nd of December that there was a new era, and part of the new era was to do with our, our lips, our mouth, the way we speak, the words we say, and that the seraphim were coming, and to make sure that our words are are pure and holy, and we must be careful what we say and what we decree and what we declare. Why? Because we're moving into an era where God's speaking through his people, we're framing up the future, we're framing up God's perfect will for the future and we've got to be careful what we say, we've got to be careful because out of the intents of our heart, out of the intents and and the innermost being we speak and we speak what is in there and if what is in there is negative and, and depression and, and fearful and full of anxiety and we are framing up the future with those things but if we frame up the future with that which is pure and holy and the perfect will of God, then we will frame that future. So it really is up to us what future we decree. And I really believe that the future that we're about to move into, it's a door, is to do with God's favour. And God's favour, I mean the word favour, really a simple explanation is that it's an act of kindness beyond what is due or usual. An act of kindness beyond what is due or usual. In other words, when we gain God's favour, then we are going to be promoted. Wherever your sphere of influence is, you can be promoted to the top of the tree. You can be given that which you have never earned or never could earn. You're suddenly put before princes or kings or presidents or prime ministers. Or you may be lifted up in business. You may receive finances. Men of wealth are drawn to you. Wherever it might be that you're like Esther, you can be taken to the to the king's chamber in one moment. And you don't deserve it. It's not what you've earned. It's nothing to do with anything we have done. It's to do with this being a season of God's favour. And one song I keep singing, and I don't sing all the words because I don't know all the words, is an Abba song. And really I keep singing it, and probably my wife laughs. And it's the winner takes it all. You probably know the song. The winner takes it all, the loser standing small. Beside the victory, that's her destiny. And I keep getting that phrase, the winner takes it all. And Christ has won. And we are the winners. We can be overcomers. To them, or to him who overcomes, is given hidden manna. And they're, uh, they're, they're given a new name. A new name represents something brand new. Like Jacob, when he became Israel, his whole destiny was changed. Like Jacob the deceiver um, became Israel, the prince of God. 
And I believe we're going to be moving from such lower realms of who we are into being princes and kings and mature sons because of favour, not because of what we have done or earned. Because favour gives you a position, gives you um, something that you never or ever could earn or gain in your own merit. Because none of us are able to get to where we need to go. The Lord wants to take us to a much higher level than we've ever been. But we cannot get there in our own strength, our own merit, with our own giftings. The giftings of the church, the giftings that we've got are absolutely never going to get us to where we need to go. So I really believe we're entering into a season of the favour of God. And I just want to read Isaiah 61 and then make a few comments. And it says this, and you know this probably quite well. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. And the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. I'll stop there. The first thing it says before he talks about the favour is the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. We need the spirit of the sovereign Lord to be upon us. The sovereign Yahweh to be upon us. The spirit, the ruach, the breath of God to be upon us. If we're going to move into favour, we need the presence of God being upon us and to, and for Christ to be formed in us. Because this is about Christ-likeness. This is about us moving into a realm of favour that we don't deserve. But for us to walk in that favour, we need the spirit of the Lord, the Sovereign Lord, to be upon us, to anoint us again, a fresh anointing, a fresh endowment of power from on high. Like the, the disciples, they were toiling all night, they were working all night, they were fishing and caught nothing, and suddenly Jesus said, fish on the other side, throw your net out on the other side, and suddenly the the nets, they needed help from others to bring in the fish. What was that? That was God's favour. And what was it when they were in the upper room, when there was 120 of them, and they were all running away because they were terrified because of the cross, because Jesus had been crucified, but he told them to go and wait for power. And when they went into the upper room, suddenly they were endured, they were engulfed in the presence, engulfed in the power, engulfed in the flame, engulfed in the fire. And then suddenly... When they came out of the upper room, they had the favour of God upon them. And 3,000 people were cut to the heart just by Peter's voice, by the message that he brought, not through his own merit or his own gifting or his own ability. Because no doubt he had preached before and nothing much happened. But suddenly he had the favour of God upon him. He had the spirit of the Lord upon him. The spirit of the sovereign God had anointed him and 3,000 people were anointed. 3,000 people come under that great flame of God that was released, the wind of the spirit that was released on the day of Pentecost. And they were cut to the heart and suddenly the move of the spirit was released into the earth like no man had ever seen before. This was on a bigger scale because the favour of God had come and then he sent them to bind up the broken hearted, they sent them with a message, they suddenly had words to speak to the to the captives and to release the prisoners from darkness and to proclaim 
the year of the Lord's favour. There's something about this next year to do with the number 70. I had a dream where I, I met the Queen of of England and then another night after it, the, we was praying with my wife and we're praying with Jane Schroeder and we had an encounter and basically we had got a lot to do with the Queen and royalty and to do with the, the year of Jubilee. And at that point, we didn't realise, and my wife Emma discovered that this next year is the 70th anniversary of the Queen, being the Queen. And it's the 70th, which is the year of Jubilee. Well, 50 is the year of Jubilee, but 70 is to do with the, the table of 70 and the heavenly government and the Sanhedrin. But it all fitted in to do with this been the year of favour, this been the year of jubilee, this been the year of the I've been set free from debts. And for God just to do something this year that's very, very unique, very different. When I say year, I don't necessarily mean just 2022. I believe it's to do with this next season where we're moving into something higher, something more governmental, something where we're gonna get free from debt. But we must have the Spirit of the Lord been upon us. And we must proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. What does that mean? Proclaim means to decree. It means to speak. This all fits in with the word that Ian Clayton got to do with our voice, to do with our mouth. Because you've not just to think about the year of the Lord's favour, although that's good. You've not just to meditate on it, although that's good. We have to proclaim it. That means begin to decree begin to speak it out, begin to write out your scroll, begin to write out what you know God's called you to do. And maybe in past past times, past years, especially these past two years, it might have seemed that things in life have not worked out as you thought. It might be that things have not happened as you thought. Maybe certain dreams did not come to pass the way you thought. Just like the disciples on the boat, they had fished all night and nothing happened, but in the year of the Lord's favour, you can throw your net out again, you can throw it out the other side of the boat, begin to proclaim, begin to decree, begin to believe again, begin to realise that this is a new season and that we will move into a, an era of abundance, we will move into an era of anointing, we will move into an era of presence and wealth and wealth transfer. But it all only happens when we come under the spirit of the sovereign Lord. What does that mean? It means we need to come under his lordship. It's not just automatic that we move into favour. We've simply got to yield and surrender to him. Then he gives us, it's all based on covenant, more than we could ever ask, dream or imagine. Because his side of the covenant means he gives us far more than we can give him. We give him our simple little lives, our little I don't know, ministries or little lives and what we've got, we present ourselves as a living sacrifice, which might not be much, but then we receive favour. It's not just about dying to self so that you live a miserable life, it's so that then you move into resurrection life, you move into the abundance, you move into the favour of God, you move into the abundance of God, you move into that place where we receive almost daily blessings upon blessings where we actually can enter into our inheritance as we live under the spirit of the sovereign Lord and begin to proclaim and decree the Lord's favour. And then 
We will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long, long devastated. They will renew the, the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. There's something about rebuilding. There's something about moving into a place in this planet where things have been devastated through COVID or through loss of business or economic collapse because of COVID and lockdowns and all these things. But we will rebuild. God will give us downloads. He'll give us strategies to rebuild different spheres of this of the world different um like the seven mountains people talk about however you want to word it god can use us to rebuild as we move into his favor and instead of shame we will receive a double portion instead of disgrace you will receive your inheritance and so that you will inherit a double portion in your land and everlasting joy will be yours wherever you've Lost in this time, maybe you've had a difficult time through COVID and all these lockdowns in the past few years. We can be given back double. I believe under the favour of God we can receive even more than double. We will not just get restoration, we will receive restitution. But I must emphasise this, it's only as we come under the spirit of the sovereign Lord. In other words, you come under his government. Lord means he is Lord over your life, Lord over the gateways in your heart, Lord over your soul gateways, spirit gateways, body gateways. The spirit of the Lord rules over all the gateways. And then we proclaim the favour of the Lord. If we don't come under the spirit of the Lord, if we don't allow him to govern our gateways, then we might not walk into the favour of the Lord. But even when we make him Lord, I'm not talking about our effort in doing it. We simply yield to his grace, his abundant grace. In other words, his ability to enable you to come under the spirit of the sovereign Lord. He has done it all at the cross. We need to simply receive his grace, receive his ability, receive his power for us to come under the spirit of the Lord then we're going to walk in the favour of God like we've never seen. I really believe this is a year. The winner takes it all, as Abba sings. The loser was standing small, like the enemy is going to lose. The enemy in your life, the enemy of poverty, the enemy of fear, the enemy of disease, the enemy of whatever you want to name is losing and they will stand small. And we will stand in victory and that is our destiny. And it's going to happen. An act of kindness beyond what is due or usual. We might not feel we're due anything. And we've maybe lived in, a, if you like, a usual existence where everything's just the same. We're about to move into the unusual grace, unusual favour, unusual movements of the Holy Spirit, unusual levels of the glory. But we must come under the spirit of the sovereign Lord. This is Stephen McKee and this is Wisdom's Echo.